0: We have so much to thank God for. And uh, this morning, I am truly thankful for this opportunity to share my testimony of how I came to saving faith in Christ. Before I received the gift of eternal life, my life was typical of many children who grew up in a Christian home. I attended church every week, with my family, whether I felt like going or not. Back then, we went to church Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon for Sunday school, and Sunday evening. And we got into big trouble if we did not behave. I remember some of the times when my mom thought that I wasn't in my best behavior and I had to sit next to her And oh, boy, she had a pinch out of this world. (laughs) My mom pinched so hard that the tears would start to come and you couldn't even cry. You couldn't cry out loud. You just felt the tears coming down your face. And I remember so many times uh, sitting under the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. See, my parents, they ensured that my sister's and I received a proper knowledge of what the Bible taught. And we know that scriptures are able to make one wise to salvation. I soon discovered that eternal life is a gift and I could do nothing to earn it. For the Bible clearly teaches that it is By grace, through faith, and not because of what I can do. Eternal life is the gift of God. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. I also learned that I had a major problem. Even though I was a good church boy, growing up going to Sunday school, participating in the Christmas programs, singing in the services, doing my best to please my parents and Sunday school teachers, I still had a big problem. And that problem was that I could not save myself from sin, that which is an affront a holy God, that which he finds repulsive. This is exactly what the Bible says. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No amount of good deeds can attain to the holy and perfect standard of who God is and what he requires. Certainly not my righteousness. I, however, was also taught that God provided a solution to my problem, my sin problem, in the person of his one and only son, Jesus Christ, who died to pay the penalty for my sins. And what is that penalty? We're told clearly in Romans 6, verse 23, that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. All this knowledge of the scriptures came to a climax when I was about eight years old. And I say about eight years old because I don't remember exactly how old I was, nor do I recall the exact date on which I received the gift of eternal life. But this one thing, I do know that right now as I stand before you, that I am saved through the grace of God by faith alone in Jesus Christ, my Savior and my Lord. And what I do recall, however, was on one Sunday evening, we used to have at Blue Hill Gospel Chapel, something called the Community Gospel Service. And it was at such services that we were encouraged to invite family, friends, neighbors, co-workers, and the like to come and hear the gospel. And on this particular evening, we had a guest speaker, the late Errol Jackson from East Street Gospel Chapel, He was also proprietor of the Reef restaurant in Oaksfield. And I recall that Brother Errol Jackson, he preached from the Gospel of John, and he made a statement based upon Jesus' confrontation with the Jews, the Pharisees, and he told them unless you believe that I am he, the Messiah, you will die in your sins. And Pastor Errol made the comment. And if you die in your sins, where Jesus is, you cannot be. You cannot go. And it was at that moment that I knew that it was either heaven or hell. And after that service, I counseled, I received counsel with one of my Sunday school teachers. She's now home with the Lord, Pearl Longsworth. And she led me in the gospel and prayed with me to trust in Jesus Christ as my Savior and my Lord. And now that I have received this gift of eternal life, I I want to share the gospel with as many persons as the Lord will allow me to, because it is the good news that needs to be shared. And I also. As a responsible member of God's family, the church, I want to seek to grow spiritually. I haven't always done the right thing as a teen into my early adult years, you know, caving into negative prayer pressure at times. By the way, not everybody who goes to church influences you for the good all the time. And uh, It's good to be in church, don't get me wrong. But sometimes, you know, persons come to church who do not have the Lord as their savior and as their master, and they could be the very ones who tempt you, who lead you astray. And I want to just say that there were on occasions when times as a teen and so forth that I gave in to such negative prayer pressure, even at church, but also at school, But I also was taught well that the forgiveness that we need as believers is always available when we confess our sins. That he is indeed faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What a wonderful Savior we have in Jesus. And so... My life verse has become Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, which says, For I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So if you are here today and you have not received the gift of eternal life. Perhaps you've been coming to church as a child, even until now, and you believe that if you died tonight, you still won't be sure that you would indeed be accepted by God into heaven. I encourage you, I implore you, I urge you to make your calling, to make your election Sure, to make sure that before you leave this place, that you have settled the question that if I were to die tonight, I know that I would go to be with God in heaven. And you can know today, for the Bible declares, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The Lord allowed me to pen these words when I was not too long out of high school and the words say, why not come to the master? He can change your heart today. He can wash your sins away and save you from disaster. This may sound too good to be true, but this is what you need to do, accept the Lord as your savior and believe that God raised him from the dead then you can live forever in a place that he has gone to prepare have you heard the news Jesus died for you so your sins can be forgiven whether great or few will you call on his name or be ashamed and live for all eternity and regret for all eternity that you're the one to blame don't go away from this place without trusting without calling on the savior call on his name for whoever shall call on the name of the lord shall be saved thank you